On today's 30-minute music marketing, the best free tools for DIY musicians. And they won't cost you a penny. Cue the title sequence. 30-minute music marketing for musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Incrementally, every week, we, we're hopefully helping you on your journey to success. Now, one of us, as you can see, if you're watching this on the YouTube slash uh, Facebooks, has... Uh, has, has, I feel like you're going to do some sort of club turn. Yeah, no, I'm just going old school with a handheld mic. Yes, one of our microphones is defunct, but hopefully that won't spoil your listening slash pleasure. Uh, viewing pleasure. Now, Greg, you've had a busy week, haven't you? Of a fashion, yes. Of sorts. You, you, went, you went down to some offices yesterday, I believe. Yes, I went down to Google's offices. As you do, you know. In London. In London. Um, um, saw is, some is, protesters, is, which was nice. Were they protesting your visit to London? Possibly not. Uh, and But I was actually going not to see Google, but to go to YouTube studios in and, London. And this is where he's going to insert his you know, his individual photos and a bit of his yep. footage. So you were doing, doing a bit of filming within the YouTube studios? I, I was. I believe you have oh, to get over 10,000 subscribers to get in. So we need so some how, did, how did you get let in? <laughs> I sneaked my way in. You did? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, so, yes, it was uh, a very interesting day. It's a, a great resource. Was Mr. Google in? Uh, I don't believe so. Mr. G. Dot Google. Yeah, um, so no, just me. G so, you've Reg. been hobnobbing and bigwigging, and now you're slumming it with the likes of us, are you? Yeah, I'm back to like double figure subscribers. But, you know, uh, we kind of, but hopefully. You're on a journey, Greg. We're all on I, a journey. I know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. The great thing is, we're on a journey with the, with the people at home as exactly, well. Exactly. So, um, go on. we will say thank you very much for uh, watching and uh, streaming and continuing uh, our exploit. And today, we're going to talk about all the little things, the apps, the websites that can help your music career and to, to build and engage with your audience and they're not going to cost you a single penny slash cent. Really? Not even on a subscription? Not even on a subscription. Not even with add-on? Some of the things that we will feature, hmm. they will incrementally, as you maybe want to use more features, you know, right. there, there's a level of service that you can obviously pay a premium for, but at the basic sort of level, they're, uh, they're absolutely free. I've used pretty much the majority of these many times. And even if I don't use them all that often, I've used them enough to know that these are absolutely fantastic. They're free to use. And so in terms of last uh, week's show, which was talking about, oh, you know, if, you, if you're growing to a certain extent, then he, here's the people that you necessarily uh, might need to be paying for. In this episode, these are all the things that you can use to uh, supplement and improve your music marketing and it won't cost you a, a bean a dime is it going to make my life easier um 
I don't want making your life easier, but it gives you more, more, accomplished. more tools in your arsenal. Tools, tools okay. in your arsenal. So for the remainder of this episode, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be hopping onto my MacBook, which has got like 10 tabs open. So it could fall over at any minute. You know, these are going to be interesting times. So obviously for the people who are listening on the podcast, and hello to all you podcast listeners out there, because I know uh, there's quite a few of you, we, we will discuss as, as best as possible Oh, this to, is what my clipboard is to, clipboard to give the for. audio description of what Sheldon is describing. And in the show notes, um, there'll be links to all the websites all and these services tools. that were mentioned. You're, you enjoy saying the word tools. I do. There, aren't you? Yes. So, without further ado, let's hop from this main camera onto my um, onboard camera on the MacBook. And let's dive right in. Okay, okay. We're, we're in. Hopefully, we're, we're you know we're framed right with the onboard yes, camera. Okay. If, if the tops of our heads are missing, it's fine. You Don't worry born. about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with number one. Number one is what's what's number one? Number one, it says here Canva. Canva. Are you familiar with Canva, Greg? I'm going to be honest and say no. No. Right. Uh, what is Canva? Canva is a simplified graphic design tool website founded in 2012. I see where this is going already. Go it's like graphic design, and I'm sure you said I need to change my logo. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It uses a drag-and-drop format and provides access to photographs, vector images, graphics, and fonts. It is used by non-designers as well as professionals, liking the sound of this. Yep. The tools can be used for both web and print media design and graphics. So if you think about it, it's a, it's a little bit like a desktop publishing program. It's a little bit like Photoshop, and the idea is that... Create, uh, create an account. I think I created mine through Facebook. Really easy. It's all cloud-based, so as long as you've got a browser, you can access it. Uh, you know, if anywhere. And you, you know, your, your lunchtime at work, if uh, you know, or whenever you're at work and your boss isn't looking, and get designing. But it lives and breathes through its templates. So whatever you want to design, whether it's an Instagram post, whether it's a Facebook cover header whether it are these all in the right marks, in the in the correct dimensions as well these are each. all pre-figured and pre-made so much time and so even it, it's offering us some suggestions so presentations that's powerpoint um uh, the right size for a facebook post a facebook cover uh instagram post animated social media posts flyers posters even A4 documents. Templates, they're all here. So Cards. I'm, and you can do actually add custom dimensions You can too. do something. But obviously the idea is that if someone's gone to the trouble of creating yeah. a, a, an existing design which you can maybe um, have a little fiddle with. So I'm just going to pick um, Facebook cover. And on the left-hand side, I'm getting <laughs> several ideas for templates, and again, all the images you can replace with your own images, the fonts you can change, resize, again, anyone who's used any level of Photoshop will know um, how to, uh, to change fonts and what have you. So let's maybe have a, a look at this Greta Mae Evans template. So it's got a photo in the background, I can replace that, I can change the font, change the colour of the font, uh, and once I'm happy with that, I can just click download, bang! 
And that'll be a JPEG. That'll be a JPEG. PNG or J uh, do, 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 do. Let's let's click the download button and it's been a while oh, since yeah. I've done it, that. It's a PNG, PNG JPEG. JPEG. Oh, save, even a PDF as well. Save to PDF. If you're doing something animated, you can do it as an M uh, as MP4. MP4. And And you can even do GIF. It's all free. There will come a time whereby how does, if how does it, who pay, who's paying for this? Well, I think oh, there is you, an upgrade. I know there is, there is upgrade facilities that allows you access to I think additional templates to um, library image stock additional stock photo images. But at a very basic level, whatever you want to create, especially in the social media world, and especially if all the dimensions are pre-configured for you, so you won't mess anything up. Why on earth wouldn't you be, be using that? Definitely. Uh, YouTube channel art as well. So um, I, I don't know what the uh, the art on our on our main YouTube channel banner is like at the moment. They've got a template oh, for that. It's the wrong size, so that can so, be So there changed. you go. That, that can be the first thing Greg does once. <laughs> oh, you've got a recording session. Yeah, I've got a recording this. session. Right, so Canva, canva.com. Why on earth wouldn't you use that? So we've done Canva, so that what a great free resource that is. I just like the fact that it is just everything, the template's already created, so you really don't have to do very worry much. about the, yeah, do very much, or worry about the dimensions and stuff like that. Okay, what's, so, number, what's number two? Number two is Bands in Town. And for the folks at home, what is Bands in Town? Bands in Town is a music website billed as a platform where artists and fans connect. The site allows users to, refer, uh, to receive notifications about tours and the bands playing in the user's area. It also has tools for artists to manage tour dates. So you, as an artist, can create your own account on Bands in Town. Mm -hmm. uh, your followers can use Bands in Town to keep track of artists. And the idea is that if you put and list your gigs on the Bands in Town service, if you live near any of these venues, uh -huh. then you will receive a notification right. when uh, you put a gig on their system, which is great. Uh, not only that... Do you use this? Uh, yes. Not only that, you can send messages to your audience. Okay. You know, it's obviously one of it's the men... A, it's a what, collective what, message to uh, all the... Uh -huh. Getting onto that. So it's obviously only one of the ways that you can contact your audience. You'll be doing it daily on social media. But what you generally tend to find is that you have to remind people and let people know about shows so many times. This is just, yeah. again, one tool within your arsenal. So you can send a message via posts to all your audience. However, they've just released a feature which was previously a premium paid-for feature. Now, you have to email the people at Bands in Town for this, but I, I did it, and literally within a couple of hours, I was basically in in the club. So you can, sure. you can, you can type a message, ding, dong, dunk, and then you can geo-target that message. You can target by event, but what I found is much better is you target by location. So, uh, obviously, uh, my next gig... Uh, it's I'm not in the United Arab Emirates. It's not, not yet. It'd, it'd, be, it'd be great. So if I go to uh, London, because I'm playing in London, and I can dial in a geographic radius of from the centre of London as to how many people uh, I might want to message, 
um, uh, because of your slow internet, uh, Greg. Um, what should you should then get a, a list of people that it will mess uh, you know the number of people that that message will reach. Oh, there we go, seven hundred and fifty-seven trackers. Now, not all of them might open that particular message, but yes. that's my potential audience. So, so, a free way to contact people who live in a specific geo-targeted region is a great way to reach your audience wherever they may be if you're playing near them. So anytime you can remind them of that for free is great. Now, what Bands in Town normally does is you can just use that sort of facility. You can use a widget mm. on your website. So, okay. little, so, it, so it's often tricky keeping updates, keeping all your gigs on your band webpage. Quick updated. question for you. You can use that as a, as a widget. Carry on. On this, does this require people to, like punters, to subscribe to Bands in they Town? They have to subscribe to Bands in Town. But it, can it is you a... actually embed a subscription link on your website? Well, this is it. You can use, uh, you can, um, I, mean, I think within the widget, which would list all your gigs, which are taken. It tells from... you how many people track you. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So I think within the widget, there will be a facility to... For people to yeah. subscribe, to keep notified, right? Okay. And I think I think the way that Bands in Town makes its money, I think it might have actually been recently acquired by... Um, it's been acquired by somebody recently. But even, even at a basic level, you can also... They do a widget for Facebook, which I wouldn't necessarily advise because I have seen some people who just use the widget to list their events on Facebook and if they're not actually natively listed within Facebook, you can't actually search Right, for okay. But again, it's a free tool, just one uh, additional weapon in your uh, in your arsenal, I think, is, uh, is something that everybody should use. How did you find out about these? I read a lot of music marketing articles, you know, and I'll try things out and I'll go, oh, that's good. I'll uh, I'll use that and maybe, oh, no, I've tried that out and it doesn't necessarily work or benefit me in any great way. So I, uh, I bend it off and I don't, I don't, you know, on my my blog, 60secondmusicmarketing.com. I don't know it's UK. That just shows you. It comes up automatically when I type it into Chrome. Right, that's number two. What's number three, Greg? He's, number three. He's not very well, by the way. I've had a cold. He's just a cold. man flu. It's terrible. Right, okay, number three. Tour box from Sing Sing. Song Kick. Uh, again, one I'm not familiar with. Song Kick is a concert discovery app. With so a, similar to Bands in Town. With a uh, community of over 15 million music fans and has top ranking SEO tour box. Uh, sorry, it's. There was a full stop. Right, there, okay, yeah. I'll go again, right. Uh, it has over 15 million music fans and has a top-ranking search engine optimization. Tourbox is a tailor-made platform for artists and their teams to manage their tour dates in one place and reach their fans everywhere with that geo-targeted concert alerts. Right. Now, the reason why I would make sure all, if you are an artist, all your gigs are listed on um, Tourbox is that... If you list them on Tourbox and you have a Spotify account, oh, it, will. it will list them. So I'm going to my band's uh, Spotify page and I shall go to see all concerts 
and that's where they show up. That's so is that is this the only way to get your tour listings on as Spotify? As far as I'm aware, yes. So and for those Spo who Spotify is a popular destination oh, for cool. people who listen to music mm -hmm. and who are the prime and ideal people to help, you know, to call yeah, and see your show. For for them to go on Spotify, listen to your music, scroll down and oh, and the idea is that again it's geo-targeted so that it, uh, Spotify knows my location. And it will give me a list of it, it, it's a fa it's a fairly broad church because uh, this is going all the way up to Kendall and all the way down to Derby, so it must right. be maybe 50, 70 miles, perhaps. Right. Okay. But but uh, yeah. but in in some respects, this counters the artists that don't like Spotify because it doesn't they don't earn much money from it. But if you have the opportunity to, well, if you're going to make your money from your touring. Yeah, it's, an, it's, a, it's another shop uh, window. Definitely. Like I said, make sure all your events are listed on there. There's one here. There hasn't been uh, any um, ticket uh, links because I, I think we need to go in and we need to make sure that the ticket URL for the ticket agency or the venue website is listed. But it is, um, again, it's all, it's all for free. Why wouldn't you use it? I mean, at least with uh, Torbox, you wouldn't need to do this that often. You'd only need to put it You only in. need to do it once. And a, a lot of these services, Bands in Town and Torbox, they do scrape the information for events from other services. So a lot of my uh, tickets for, for my bands are listed on Ticketmaster. They're listed on, on C-Tickets and other places. So a lot of, whenever I go in uh, in here, I see that they're already sort of pre-filled. I don't necessarily need to do it. But, you know, it's, it's not a huge, massive hardship just typing in the venue name. Yeah, page. sure. And uh, a ticket URL. Okay, so now moving on to number four. Uh, number, uh, right, yeah, number four, number four. I'm actually familiar with this one. Yes. Uh, this is Tunes to Tube. Tunes to Tube. And Tunes to Tube lets you uh, upload an MP3 to YouTube. And all you need to do is upload an MP3 and an image to the Tunes to Tube server. It will combine them and create a HD video. Once the video is created, the YouTube API is used to upload it to your YouTube channel. And it normally takes about 20 seconds. So it's very fast. As we know, um, the YouTube, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the second biggest search engine in the world. It's the yes. number one music destination in the world. It's where the, the most amount of people go to listen to music. So the more of your music that is up there has the potential so to, to be, be consumed, yeah. discovered, Obviously, it has to have the, the right amount of yeah, tags, sure. etc. We've got a little bit of a, uh, a thing coming up that might help uh, improve that. But so, if you've got maybe old tracks on an EP or just uh, any audio lying about that doesn't have a uh, an actual music promo video yeah. itself, then all you need is some sort of cover art yeah. to use as as the visuals. Obviously, static visuals, uh, an MP3, and tunes to tube will. Will create that for you, as it says, in less than twenty seconds. Oh yeah, it, it, you can even put tags in it as well. And um, the only thing with the free version is that it will put a, it's a small, watermark, a small watermark. Yes, I uh, think. I, to be honest, I don't even know how much it costs. It to upgrade. costs because I've I've upgraded. 
Uh, in fact, uh, just, on I, occasions, I didn't even realise you would have used this. Yeah, again, because I've got you know albums that I and, and the singles have music, actual music videos. Yeah. But the the the, the majority of the um, the album tracks don't, and I want them available for for people to listen to and to discover. I think the last time I used it, it was about ten pounds, and that gives you free use for sixty days. You can make it so that the videos are unlisted or private before you watch so in other words so you, you can, can change you can go in there you can change your 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 tags and your descriptions because i think it always adds a oh video created by tunes to tube it's like yeah yeah enough no, in fact let's just click and upgrade here and let's see how much um it costs currently do 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 or you, you can do it for uh, five dollars a month and i think there you go um I, it was 30 days, $10 for, for 30 days. But what I do is... 30 days? I uh, for 30 days uh, oh, right. yeah, sorry. free yeah. uh, upgraded use of the uh, of the platform. <coughs> Excuse me. So in terms of... I mean, even like you can get six months for like 15 bucks. But, you know, there's no... If, if you've got lots of audio and you want all the audio to be listened to by people on YouTube so they can, you know, relax and listen to the, the glorious splendour of your music... Tunes to Tube is the, the one thing that you need in order to easily create music videos. It is very, very convenient. I mean, I think it, I mean, yes, you could create a video in um, Final Cut of an image. But it's the end of rendering. It, and then you're left with, you know, 600 megabyte files oh, yeah, yeah. on your computer. This way, you just take an existing MP3, mm. JPEG, bish, bosh, bosh, it's done. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, there are many times when I've used this over something like creating it in Final Cut because it is something that is so easy to do mm -hmm. or, you know, and and so fast. Tunes2Tube.com is your destination to go to. So the only thing I think you need to log in is via Google, don't you? You do. You have to uh, sign in with your Google account that your um, channel, yeah. YouTube channel, is associated with. So, yes, I know that one. Recommend it. There you go. There you go. So uh, we're on to number five. Number five. And uh, this is, we've mentioned this in the oh, past. Oh, look at this. Enter my password to pick up where I left off. I'm not going to tap my password into, well, I actually don't know what, what my password is. You're not recording keystrokes, are you? Uh, and I'm sure it'll come up as dots, but okay, right. what, what I've got to do now is I've got to... Well, whilst I've you got to, do that, I'll well, just... Don't, I'll, no, what, what we're going to be doing is... Well, no, that'll be editing this bit out. See, it's all, it's it's saved into my browser. Right. But if you ask me to type it in, I don't know what it is. Oh, I got you. I, think I also, we're all I also guilty don't want people this. to know how, how how few people um, are actually listed on my. Um, uh, I think I your skills and abilities are not in refute, Mister Sheldon. So, oh, there we go. Right. Okay. Right, edit. Right, you can start here now, Greg. Okay, right, so number five. Number five. We talked about this one in the past, and it is MailChimp. MailChimp, oh. MailChimp is software which gives you the ability to create and manage mailing lists, newsletters, automated campaigns, and more. So lots of large companies use this to drive their email marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's free up to the first 2,000 subscribers. 
So the idea that's is... That's going to be free for a That's going to be free a for a lot of people for a long time. The idea is that you pick a template which suits your music slash band newsletter. Uh, let's let's choose this one that says indoor sports, but there's nothing to say that it can't necessarily be be music. That will load into your sort of template area, and the idea is that everything is based on individual blocks. Now, obviously, these blocks are pre-prepared, so we've got like an image block, we've got a heading text block, a text block here, yeah. a button, and so the idea is that if this template pretty much suits your uh, your needs. You can just maybe replace the image. Yeah. Um, that you created in Canva. You can do that. Or in addition, if you need to maybe radically overhaul one of these existing templates on the right-hand side of the page, we've got uh, blocks, I think they were referred to. I think WordPress now, by default, has blocks as a system of content creation. One of these blocks here is just say an image and a caption, and we can literally just drag that. So say we'll drag that into the main body here, and we get the option to uh, browse for an image, alter the text underneath. And the idea is that you create maybe a standard template that you could use month on month. Yep. Once you've created that, so say, so we're in October as we record this, we could rec um, create an October newsletter. Then when we come in next month for the November one, we just take the October one, resave it, use the existing sort of template, bish bosh bosh. Yep. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, keep in touch with your fans via email at zero cost Fantastic. with a professional looking template it does it looks really good it I mean, is and at the end of the day if the uh, i can't believe i actually just said at the end of the day at the end of the day um if the, you know big companies are using it it obviously yes. works uh one i will say is it can once you start really racking up um the email addresses it can get a little expensive but let's worry about that later yeah i mean if you're you know that Probably will be the least of your worries at that Very point. Very much so. And uh, the again, uh, the free version um, is it, fine. The uh, the paid for version, which uh, charges you for the amount of uh, people who are on your list, you can do things um, such as um, it uh, can work out the best time to send your email to get the best open rates. There's the, there's oh, wow. lot, but the, there's lot, lots of things you can do with it. Okay, sounds great. Uh -huh. So, right, we're now on to number six, and this is Anchor. Anchor. And Anchor is a service which can publish your podcast across all major podcasting sites with one click of a button. Click, click, click. I get the impression you've used this for this very what thing. What on earth, you know, a free podcasting service? What sort of cheapskate... Um uh, YouTube channel slash uh, music marketing podcast would do that. Yes, it's us. Okay, and the app can record a podcast with numerous people as easily as making a phone call. Well, what obviously we do is we take uh, an existing uh, audio file, but I believe that um, it's available via an app. I don't know whether you'll be able to do it on the actual website itself. It can even record. Obviously, you know, if you have no recording facilities, you can record through the app but basically it's a free podcasting distribution platform spotify apple podcasts all the others bish bash bosh publish it it goes 
to them all. It doesn't cost you a penny. If, on the off chance that your podcast becomes uh, mega famous, you can even um, put advertising on it and start earning a revenue right. from it and creating a new... Uh, you get you get statistics, creating a new episode. Oh, there we go. We can actually do it from within the browser, record from within the browser. So just record through the, speak, the microphone on your Mac? Or? Yeah. So all I do is I um, find the MP3, drag it to there, and once your podcast is in the system, I think it's on, it's on it's, it seems to be on Apple before Spotify these days. The last one I, I published was on there within a, within a matter of minutes. Wow. So, so podcasts are, we're in apparently the golden age of podcasts. Podcasting is the thing to be into. What better way to be discovered and to spend some quality, and that's the thing, it's all about spending quality time with your listeners. Yeah. Your listeners have, you know, hopefully very few sort of distractions. They've got you beaming into your ears. It's fantastic. Plus, uh, plus as well, it's it's distributed on Spotify, so it's another way to to showcase your talents on a very popular platform. And then you can obviously have Songkick telling everyone your gigs. And oh, these all sound very interconnected. Again, can you? If you'd have told us fifteen years ago that we could create a podcast for free, distribute it for free. The thing is, my band has its own uh, podcast and it's actually distributed through another platform which costs me about £6 a month. And I actually think this is better. Good old Anchor. I am going to ask the question then. Carry on. Most of them are Oh, Anchor's, Anchor's been bought by Spotify as well because oh. Spotify... So podcasts are going to get ever more, more. Uh, priority within the Spotify platform for the simple reason that... Podcasts are created, obviously, by individuals, and you don't need to pay somebody a royalty if they're listening to audio, which is a podcast, on Spotify. Whereas if you listen to Drake or Rihanna or Katy Perry, then you have to pay their record company. Right. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to train the listeners, oh, don't listen to music that costs us money, listen to some podcasts. So that's, that's one of the reasons why Spotify bought Anchor, right. because podcasts are becoming an ever stronger priority because podcasts are becoming more popular but it's a way for i suppose it's like youtube for the listener isn't yeah. it as in people are usually listening to informative things like what we're doing now uh possibly um so the the question i'm going to ask is if you think this is better than the other thing that you're paying to use yes. why are you using the other thing that you're paying to use because oh i've got to tr- i'd have to oh have to transfer from one to the oh i haven't got time for that I've, okay so it's purely what, a time thing yeah when, when when i get in i've got to um got to try and send off a tea towel to be manufactured i've got i've gotten busy greg I'm a busy person. A towel to be manufactured. Tea you towels. Don't get, you just don't. You know get how well tea towels go on the merch stall. <laughs> yeah, it, it's bonkers. It is. People right. want tea towels, right? So that's anchor free podcasting. Shows your podcasts. Another top tip there, Sheldon. Thank you very much. Thank you. So we're on to number seven, and this is the well. This is Vid IQ. Vid IQ. With metrics that go beyond YouTube analytics, VidIQ Vision delivers a comprehensive optimization with a Z report card for any YouTube video right on your browser. So it's a Chrome plugin that okay. you get from the Chrome, Chrome store. web yeah. store. It's free at a basic use, and it gives you fantastic YouTube stats on any YouTube video 
and stuff in your own within your own YouTube channel. Some of the stats that YouTube used to give you, they have changed in the past sort of 12 months or so. So this gives you a great amount of stats. So if I can find, uh, let's have a look. Can you, are you get, able to give us an example of these give, stats? Give me a popular music video, Greg. Oh, you put me on the spot now. Um, let's take a Katy Perry. Katy Perry, uh, uh, right. Or, uh, or what's that one? California, uh, what's its face? California Girls. Yes, now I'm going to have to maybe mute this because oh, we, we, we don't want to... Uh, yeah. We don't want to set off any um, any content ID problems. So we get some stats here. Overview, okay. 488 okay, so million at, videos. I'm looking at the wrong part on the screen. Do, do, do. Let's have a look. SEO. Um, it's got 64 out of 100 in terms of search engine uh, optimised. The, the best thing here, if you scroll down is we get some tags for the video. So you can see the tags that people embed uh. within their video. Now this particular one isn't a great example, although I can see the tags are Katy Perry, California Girls, official music video. California Girls video, Snoop Dogg Teenage Dream. This is a good way to spy on, not necessarily your musical competitors, but you can go into videos that are quite popular within your genre of music yeah. and see what tags they might be using. using. It also shows you the tags that are embedded within the channel that might be of some use. You know, you get general performance stats as well. So that's good. So it's good for, you know, for free, for keeping an eye Oh, yeah. on the competition. So not only can you use this for your own stuff, but you can also use it to find out about others. Yeah, So, um, but when we come to actually upload a video ourselves, um, first off, you would get an ability whereby you can create a custom YouTube thumbnail. You can select any frame on your video, overlay a simple text, but yep. if you, um, if you haven't got necessarily any other facility to do that, you can do that very easily. When it comes to adding tags, so uh, let's just say uh, I was adding a tag to a recently uploaded video, the uh, plugin will offer suggested tags based on what you start typing. So right. I've just typed, for the benefit of the people who are listening to the podcast, I've just typed the word comedy, mm -hmm. and it suggested Comedy Central, Comedy Movies, Comedy Central UK. Obviously, the idea is that you only use the ones that are appropriate because sure. you don't want people to be enticed to your video from an incorrect tag yeah. and then go, oh, this is nothing to do with what I was searching for, and then bounce out again because that affects sure. your your search ranking. But it's it's great to type in... Or start typing in a tag. So I've just typed in festival and it's, it's come up with some suggestions. Ooh, festival drugs, uh, festival music, festival outfits. Again, some of them might be appropriate and you might not have thought about that before. So it's a great way of getting additional suggestions for your YouTube tags. And um, what else have we got? Some other suggestions. We've got recommended tags and we get search rankings as well. So it's suggested in this particular case, stand-up comedy with a ranking of 59.3. Uh, and, you know, it's all, it's all free. 
many times when I've used this over something like creating it in Final Cut because it is something that is so easy to do mm -hmm. or, you know, and, and so fast. TunesToTube.com is your destination to go to. So the only thing I think you need to log in is via Google, don't you? You do. You have to uh, sign in with your Google account that your um, channel, yep. YouTube channel, is associated with. So, yes, I know that one. Recommend it. There you, there you go. So uh, we're on to number five. Number five. And uh, this is, we've mentioned this in the oh, past. Oh, look at this. Enter my password to pick up where I left off. I'm not going to type. I'm going to type my password into. Well, I actually don't know what, what my password is. You're not recording keystrokes, are you? Uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll come up as dots, but okay, right. What, what I've got to do now is I've got to. Well, whilst I've you got to, do that, I'll well, just. Don't, I'll... No, what what we're going to be doing is, we'll no doubt be editing this bit out. See, it's all, it's it's saved into my browser. Right. But if you ask me to type it in, I don't know what it is. Oh, I got you. I think I also, we're all I also guilty don't want people this. to know how, how how few people um, are actually listed on my. Um, uh, I think I your skills and abilities are not in refute, Mr. Sheldon. So, oh, there we go. Right. Okay. Right. Edit. Right. You can start here now, Greg. Okay, right, so number five. Number five. We talked about this one in the past, and it is MailChimp. MailChimp, oh. MailChimp is software which gives you the ability to create and manage mailing lists, newsletters, automated campaigns, and more. So lots of large companies use this to drive their email marketing. Mm -hmm. um, it's free up to the first 2,000 subscribers. So the idea is that's going to be free for a, that's going to be a free for a lot of people for a long time. The idea is that you pick a template which suits your music slash band newsletter. Uh, let's let's choose this one that says indoor sports, but there's nothing to say that it can't necessarily be be music that will load into your sort of template area and. The idea is that everything is based on individual blocks. Now, obviously, these blocks are pre-prepared. So we've got like an image block. We've got a heading text block, a text block here, yeah. a button. And so the idea is that if this template pretty much suits your uh, your needs, you can just maybe replace the image. Yeah. Um, that you edit, edit, and read. that you created in Canva. You can do that, or in addition, if you need to maybe radically overhaul one of these existing templates on the right-hand side of the page, we've got uh, blocks. I think they were referred to. I think WordPress now, by default, has blocks as a system of content creation. One of these blocks here is just say an image and a caption, and we can literally just drag that. So say we'll drag that into the main body here, and we get the option to uh, browse for an image, alter the text underneath. And the idea is that you create maybe a standard template that you could use month on month. Yep. Once you've created that, so say, so we're in October as we record this, we could rec um, create an October newsletter. Then when we come in next month for the November one, we just take the October one, resave it, use the existing sort of template, 
Bish Bosh Bosh. Yeah. Easy peasy lemon squeeze. Easy keep in touch with your fans via email at zero cost Fantastic. with a professional looking template. It does. It looks really good. It I mean, is. And at the end of the day, if the. Uh, I can't believe I actually just said at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Um, if, the, you know, big companies are using it, it obviously yes. works. Uh, one I will say is it can, once you start really racking up um, the email addresses, it can get a little expensive, but let's worry about that later. Yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, that probably will be the least of your worries at that Very point. Very much so. And uh, the, again, uh, the free version. Um, it's fine. The uh, the paid for version, which uh, charges you for the amount of uh, people who are on your list, you can do things um, such as um, it, uh, it can work out the best time to send your email to get the best open rates. There's the, there's oh, wow. lot, there's, there's lot, lots of things you can do with it. Okay, sounds great. Uh huh. So right, we're now on to number six, and this is Anchor. Anchor. And Anchor is a service which can publish your podcast across all major podcasting sites with one click of a button. Click, click, click. I get the impression you've used this for this very what thing. What on earth, you know, a free podcasting service? What sort of cheapskate um, uh, YouTube channel slash uh, music marketing podcast would do that? Yes, it's us. Okay, and the app can record a podcast with numerous people as easily as making a phone call. Well, what obviously we do is we take uh, an existing uh, audio file, but I believe that um, it's available via an app. I don't know whether you'll be able to do it on the actual website itself. It can even record. Obviously, you know, if you have no recording facilities, you can record through the app. But basically, it's a free podcasting distribution platform, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, all the others, bish, bash, bosh, publish it, it goes to them all. It doesn't cost you a penny. If, on the off chance that your podcast becomes uh, mega famous, you can even um, put advertising on it and start earning a revenue right. from it and creating a new, uh, you get you get statistics, creating a new episode. Oh, there we go. We can actually do it from within the browser, record from within the browser. So just record through the, speak, the microphone on your Mac? Or? Yeah. So all I do is I um, find the MP3, drag it to there, and once your podcast is in the system, I think it's on, it's on it's, it seems to be on Apple before Spotify these days. The last one I published was on there within a, within a matter of minutes. Wow. So, so podcasts are, we're in apparently the golden age of podcasts. Podcasting is the thing to be into. What better way to be discovered and to spend some quality, and that's the thing, it's all about spending quality time with your listeners. Yeah. Your listeners have, you know, hopefully very few sort of distractions. They've got you beaming into your ears. It's fantastic. Plus, uh, plus as well, it's it's distributed on Spotify, so it's another way to to showcase your talents on a very popular platform. And then you can obviously have Songkick telling everyone your gigs. And oh, these all sound very interconnected. And it's free. It's free. Again, can you? If you'd have told us fifteen years ago that we could create a podcast for free, distribute it for free. The thing is, my band has its own uh, podcast and it's actually distributed through another platform which costs me about £6 a month. And I actually think this is better. Good old Anchor. I am going to ask the question then Carry that on. most of them are Oh, Anchor's, Anchor's been bought by Spotify as well because oh. Spotify... So podcasts are going to get ever more, more. 
priority within the Spotify platform for the simple reason that podcasts are created obviously by individuals and you don't need to pay somebody a royalty if they're listening to audio, which is a podcast on Spotify. Whereas if you listen to Drake or Rihanna or Katy Perry, then you have to pay their record company. Right. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to train the listeners, oh, don't listen to music that costs us money, listen to some podcasts. So that's, that's one of the reasons why Spotify bought Anchor, right. because podcasts are becoming a, an ever stronger priority because podcasts are becoming more popular, but it's a way for... I suppose Spotify. it's like YouTube for the listener, isn't yeah. it? As in people are usually listening to informative things like what we're doing now. Uh, possibly. Um, so the the question I'm going to ask is, if you think this is better than the other thing that you're paying to use, yes. why are you using the other thing that you're paying to use? Because oh, I've got to tr- I'd have to oh, I'd have to transfer from one to the oh, I haven't got time for that. I've, okay, so it's purely but, a time thing. Yeah, when it, when I get in, I've got to um, got to try and send off a tea towel to be manufactured. I've got I've gotten busy, Greg. I'm a busy person. A towel to be manufactured. Tea you towels. Don't get, you just don't. You get know any. how well tea towels go on the merch stall. <laughs> yeah, it, it's bonkers. It is. People right. want tea towels, right? So that's anchor free podcasting. Shows your podcasts. Another top tip there, Sheldon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very much. So we're on to number seven, and this is the well. This is Vid IQ. Vid IQ. With metrics that go beyond YouTube analytics, VidIQ Vision delivers a comprehensive optimization with a Z report card for any YouTube video right on your browser. So it's a Chrome plugin that you get from the Chrome Chrome web store. It's free at a basic use, and it gives you fantastic YouTube stats on any YouTube video and stuff in your own within your own YouTube channel. Some of the stats that YouTube used to give you, they, they have changed in the past sort of twelve months or so. So this gives you a, a great amount of stats. So if I can find, uh, let's have a look. Can you, are you give, able to give us an example of these give stats? give me a popular music video, Greg? Oh, you put me on the spot now. Um, let's take a Katy Perry. Katy Perry, uh, uh, right. Or, uh, or what's know, that one? California, or what's its face? California Girls. Yes, now I'm going to have to maybe mute this because oh, we, we, we don't want to... Uh, yeah. We don't want to set off any um, any content ID problems. So we get some stats here. Overview, okay. 488 okay, so million at, videos. I'm part on the screen. Do, do, do. Let's have a look. SEO. Um, it's got 64 out of 100 in terms of search engine uh, optimised. The, the best thing here, if you scroll down, is we get some tags for the video. So you can see the tags that people embed within their video. Now, this particular one isn't a great example. Although I can see the tags are Katy Perry, California Girls, official music video. California Girls video, Snoop Dogg, Teenage Dream. This is a good way to spy on, not necessarily your musical competitors, but you can go into videos that are quite popular within your genre of music and see what tags they might be using. using. It also shows you the tags that are embedded within the channel that might be of some use, you know, you get general performance. 
stats as well. So that's good. So it's good for, you know, for free, for keeping an eye yeah. on the competition. So not only can you use this for your own stuff, but you can also use it to find out about others. Yeah. So, um, but when we come to actually upload a video ourselves, um, first off, you would get an ability whereby you can create a custom YouTube thumbnail. You can select any frame on your video, overlay a simple text, but yep. if you... Um, if you haven't got necessarily any other facility to do that, you can do that very easily. When it comes to adding tags, so uh, let's just say uh, I was adding a tag to a recently uploaded video, the uh, plugin will offer suggested tags based on what you start typing. So right. I've just typed, for the benefit of the people who are listening to the podcast, I've just typed the word comedy, mm -hmm. and it suggested Comedy Central, Comedy Movies, Comedy Central UK. Obviously, the idea is that you only use the ones that are appropriate because sure. you don't want people to be enticed to your video from an incorrect tag yeah. and then go, oh, this is nothing to do with what I was searching for, and then bounce out again because that affects your, sure. your search ranking. But it's, it's great to type in or start typing in a tag. So I've just typed in festival and it's, it's come up with some suggestions. Ooh, festival drugs, uh, festival music, festival outfits. Again, some of them might be appropriate and you might not have thought about that before. So it's a great way of getting additional suggestions for your YouTube tags. And um, what else have we got? Some other suggestions. We've got recommended tags and we get search rankings as well. So it's suggested in this particular case, stand-up comedy with a ranking of 59.3. Uh, and, you know, it's all, it's all free. And I think you can export um, your tags as a CSV file to use in Excel. And um, it's given me a little bit of an overview. My channel's had 3.2 thousand people watching in the last 48 hours. That's all right. And all, all that information uh, has come for free from vidIQ. So thanks to the people at vidIQ for producing a nice, lovely, little free Chrome plugin to help us with um, our YouTube stats and tags. So, moving on to the last one, which is number eight, you've put listen to podcasts. Yes, there are a number of uh, podcasts that I would recommend, <laughs> obviously, in addition to ours. Well, I mean, of why course. would you listen to any other podcast? Uh, so, these are the ones that I recommend. Uh, CD Baby, you're familiar with CD Baby? Yes. Uh, they do a DIY musician podcast. There are 240 episodes on there. It's quite a few. Well done to them. Uh, some sample episodes that they've done within the past 12 months or so. Uh, dominating in a niche market. Okay. Uh, creating a live stream experience. How to promote your music in the holiday season. It's coming back up to Christmas, Greg. Yeah. You might have Christmas albums if you're a musician how best to promote it. The two guys who run it are Kevin and Chris. They work at CD Baby, but they're also, in their own right, DIY musicians on okay. the side, like a, like, like a lot of us. Yeah. So they can bring their own sort of first-hand experiences into play and also comment in a way that 
the audience a DIY musician in the same way same way as ourselves I'm yeah. a DIY musician so I know exactly what goes down in DIY musicians town they're the same for them and they only bring things into play that they feel are going to be beneficial to their audience it's not all about music marketing they, they do things about you know stage performances and and doing sort of set lists and you know how to uh, identify you know a good producer to work with your music so I just think it's it's a nice lesson I enjoy it I listen each and every um, I think it comes out ooh is it once every once every month? Maybe that. Maybe that. Uh, maybe maybe once every three weeks. Who knows? So the next one you put on that is the Music Industry Blueprints podcast by Rick. Barker. Rick Barker. Do you know who Rick Barker is? No idea. Uh, he's a uh, music manager. His first uh, act that he managed was somebody called Taylor Swift. I don't know if you've heard of her. Yeah, possibly. She's gone on to do. She's gone on to do all right, hasn't she? So, th- so that's Rick's claim to fame. He's got a short, um, it's like 10, 15 minutes. He does two episodes a week. No, I have seen stuff with him before. And you might, yes. I, I occasionally yes. tweet uh, And yeah, tweet he, put, he did some episodes. really good, really interesting stuff. Well, the thing is, he's, again, he's, he's very much working with artists at a ground level. He knows what's going down. Yeah. He, he, and he's not afraid to tell people when they're necessarily sort of going wrong. So he's, he's a great advocate for... For, for doing a lot of work. Uh, obviously, ultimately, his podcast is what they refer to as content marketing. He he does that to attract an audience for people to go, oh, Rick, he, he knows what he's doing. And obviously, he sells services yeah. additionally on the back of that. But I think he's it, it's just a great short podcast twice, twice a week where he will give his... Um, maybe uh, advice on publishing, social media marketing. I think he does sell a little small social media marketing course. And he just offers general hints and tips that he offers to um, the public in the way that he offers it to the artists that he coaches and manages. So good old Rick. I like his podcast. And he's got got one of those great, uh, really rich voices. You can listen to an episode once I've gone. Will do. Is me promoting the competition. No, he's all right, he's Rick. So uh, the next one you put is the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Now, this is nothing. Are you going to answer that phone? Utterly professional to the end, Greg. Sorry, I muted the one. Hello? Mum, I'm, t- I'm in a podcast. Can I call you back? <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, that's why I didn't answer. And I didn't, Mum, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, if you're not answering on one phone, there's a fucking reason for it. Right. Oh, by by the way, we should should be uh, be, uh, on on here now. Sure, I'm here, right. Okay. Um, So, um, well, we'll cut this right. Social Media Marketing Podcast. So this isn't a music podcast. It's for business. I'll I'll use his strap line. You know, we've got a strap line. The, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians yes. who want to get better at matching the music. Um, his is, uh, it's the podcast for business owners who want to know what works with social media. I've listened to that many episodes. I can, I can recite its strap line. I so our new one was hashtag Music Marketing Monday. Uh, oh, yes, it is indeed. And if it's Monday and you're watching this, thank you very much. So 370 episodes. He does one a week. So um, it's uh, hosted by a bloke called Michael Stelzner and his... Uh, company um does sales like music marketing conferences and this is the way that he builds up right. an audience and there's 370 episodes that each week he gets on an expert 
in one particular aspect of social media marketing and gets them to, you know, he chats with them and records a podcast about it. So I'm listening to the one, oh, to one at the moment about TikTok. So yeah. I'm not on TikTok at the moment. No. Maybe I should be. So, I, uh, you know, as a, as a so, so what I do is, I don't religiously listen to everyone. So I just listen, you know, go through and say, right now, which one is going to be applicable to me? So listen to one about TikTok. Uh, recently, the, he's had one, how to build your personal brand, how to create engaging Instagram stories, how to develop super fans. All that is relevant to people who are marketing their music. So not every episode is going to be relevant, but it's all done in a way that it's easy to follow and you can generally, the person who is his interviewee, they'll have probably some form of podcast sure. or what have you. So you can even hop, if you if you like the advice from that particular person, you can, you can hop on and discover more of their world. That's why they agree to go on these things. Right, gotcha. So the final one is the Gary V audio experience. Now, I've talked to you about Gary Vaynerchuk before. You have spoken you've ne about... You've never listened no, to I him, have you? I have. I have listened to him. Not as, you're lying. Not as religiously as yourself. He has a podcast every day. Really? Yes. But I know what, he's what he very does, successful. He's, he's, he's very successful at what he does, but what he, does, he, he uses the audio from other things, for the most part. like from In the same way that we take the audio from our video... Yeah. He used to create a podcast. Um, he does this, you know, he does the same. But the thing you've got to remember is he's got a team of, I think it's about nearly 20 people creating all his content for all his platforms. Yeah. So not everything is going to be maybe particularly relevant for you, but he's a very dynamic, he's, he, he's basically, he's the person who will give you the kick up the backside that you need in order to get stuff well, done because that's what he does. He's very, it, it's kind of weird because he's, he's, he is quite charismatic and engaging. Shout, he, he's, he's a bit shouty. If you're a Brit, you, you might find his um, New York, I think he's from New York, somewhere on the East Coast. Yeah. You might find it a little bit uh, abrasive at first, but I've sort of tuned out of all of that. And God, he's very. He's just an honest person. He just. Well, doesn't... Th th that's, that's basically the, that, that's his thing. It's like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. it, it for the most part, he, his mantra is you need to get a lot of work done hmm. and once you've done a lot of work, you'll be fairly competent at something and then you can um, then you can crack on. Yeah. So some of the uh, sample podcasts that are currently popping up at the top of his feed at the moment, 10 ways to have a winner's mindset. Do you have a winner's mindset, Greg? Not today. He no. will give you, well, I've you've got, got a cold. Yes. But maybe after listening to his, his 10 ways to have a winner's mindset podcast, you might have more of a mindset. Hopefully so. How to figure out who you really are. I'm still trying to Understanding consumers. Okay. And what he does as well, this is the great thing, is he charges people, I think it's $10,000 to spend a day with him in his company to see how things work. And for that, you get like a, you get a couple of hours and have a meeting and all these business owners who've paid $10,000 asking questions. He'll record that and he will make that exercise available for us for listen to for free. Right. So you can, you can see how other business owners who want to develop their own little, you know, niches, mm -hmm. you can, you can listen in from that and get all that basically $10,000 worth of uh, advice for free. You can't go wrong with that. And he's, he's just a great 
you know, morale boosting. Yeah, thing. that's what I mean. He is, he, he, you know, although you say he's quite abrupt, well, blunt, he, at the same time... He, Lots of effing and jeffing as well. Yeah, but he's quite animated and he does inspire. He does. It's, it's just, you know, he, he's very much a figurehead for the, you know, come on, you can, you can do this. He, yeah. It's going to take a lot of work and... As anyone who is a successful DIY musician knows, it does take a lot. A lot of, again, I'm going home and I'm um, sorting out um, tea towels. And then uh, I'm dri- on Saturday, I'm driving down to the opposite end of the country where you've just been to the YouTube offices. Yes. <laughs> are you, are you going to have a business card saying, I've visited YouTube? Um, my Facebook profile already has been changed. Here we go, here we go. But yeah, he's the, he's the tonic you often need if you're feeling down and you need a bit of a boost. Yeah, definitely. Old Gary will, will uh, you can listen to him and uh, hopefully be buoyed by his uh, level of enthusiasm. So, uh, lots of free things there in terms of um, graphics creation, video creation, how to get better at tagging your videos, uh, podcast creation, so many things that you can get your teeth into, sending emails, and it's not going to cost you a bean. So there you go. How As in, and, and watching watching this um, this uh, this video and listening to this podcast has also been gloriously free. Exactly. So that's not, a lot. That's probably because people wouldn't pay any money for it. <laughs> that's not insane. No, no, no. We, you know, we, we, you know, we want. To, our vision is is always to help people. A rising tide raises all ships. That's, all, that's always been my motto. Okay, there you have it. It is. So, well, thank you very much for watching. If there's anything that we have missed, so is there something that you use which is free that you would recommend to other DIY musicians? Let us know in the comments below. Send us some form of message on whichever part of the... Uh, the interwebs that, you that you're currently side. consuming uh, this and we can check it out we can maybe have a subsequent or follow-up yeah. episode that'd be good and uh, until next time we will see, see you soon you cheers thanks for watching bye bye